We're talking Denver Broncos and LA Rams on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today is Crossover Thursday. Crossover Thursday is presented by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is so much fun, so easy to play. No competing with other players. It's you versus the projections. Pick between two and five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times the money on your entry. It can literally take less than 60 seconds to enter. It is that easy. We love Prize Picks, and we know you will too. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKED ON. That is prizepicks.com, promo code LOCKED ON. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. How's it going, Matt? It's going. How about you? How's it going? Yeah, it's yeah. good here. Just just ready for round two of the playoffs. We've got mm-hmm. that coming up soon. Saturday's going to be a fun one for sure. Uh, so several good games, or four good games, I guess, uh, hopefully is what we get this weekend. Uh, I'm, I know I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Matt, the teams we're talking about today are not playing this weekend. No. Though. These, these are the uh, among the worst teams in the league. We are in our uh, our team review series. We've talked about the four worst teams in the league so far, and those are the teams with the top four picks in the NFL draft. Matt, these two teams we're talking about today have something in common. Not only were they both five and twelve. Not only do uh, did they did they struggle all season, but they both have also traded their first round <laughs> yeah. pick. So they don't even get that benefit. That's the worst thing in dynasty, isn't it? You you trade that future first round rookie pick, and then uh, you end up having a disappointing season. Injuries yeah. hit you. Your players don't uh, don't play as well as you thought they would. That's what happened to the Denver Broncos and the L.A. Rams. Neither have that first round rookie pick. Uh, we're going to, we're going to get into those two teams today, Matt. Yeah. And you know, they're in interesting spots in their franchise existence, to be honest with you. So we're digging to Denver first. Is that the plan? Yeah. Let's talk Denver Broncos. Of course they make the big move, uh, last off season, the trade for Russell Wilson, they gave up draft picks. They gave up, uh, Noah Fant. They, they gave up a ton of stuff to get Russell Wilson and, uh, for the most part, that did not pay off. Russell Wilson had the worst year of his career by a long shot. Ends up as uh, the quarterback 19 on a points-per-game basis, 15.1 fantasy points. He did end the season on a little bit of a uh, hot streak, I guess you could say, after they fired uh, Nathaniel Hackett. I, I don't know if those two things correlate necessarily, but uh, you certainly hope, and, and Denver hopes, he can regain uh what what we saw in Seattle 
moving forward in 2023. Uh, Running back, it was more bad news because Javante Williams, a player that uh, you once thought could be the 101 rookie, uh, the 101 startup pick this offseason. He's not going to be that because he missed most of the season with a torn ACL. Uh, Before he suffered that injury, he did average 10.5 fantasy points per game and gave us one game as a top 24 fantasy scorer. Latavius Murray came in and uh, played pretty well, honestly, uh, through much of the season, taking over for Williams. Uh, Murray is a free agent, though. They also traded for Chase Edmonds uh, midway through the year. Wide receiver, we know the we know the duo. Jerry Judy, 13.6 fantasy points. He's the wide receiver, 21. Cortland Sutton, 10.6 fantasy points. He's the wide receiver, 43. Um both of those guys, I would say a disappointing year. And, and yeah. that's prob- probably uh, tied to uh, the coaching staff and, and the and the struggles of Russell Wilson. But uh, I think the hype was really out of control on those two receivers, especially after the Broncos made that trade and, and they did not live up to the hype. Yeah. Uh, the Broncos also have KJ Hamler. He missed 10 games dealing with more injuries. Uh, and Tim Patrick, who missed the entire season, uh, I believe that was an ACL tear for him. A tight end, um, Greg Dulcich, 8.6 fantasy points per game as a rookie. Uh, he was the tight end 17. And Albert Alberto, a big disappointment, 3.2 fantasy points per game, tight end 52. Matt, you look at this roster, m- Huge names here, right? Huge names from a dynasty standpoint. Russell Wilson, Javante Williams, Judy, and Sutton. Uh, all of those guys, for different reasons, were disappointments, and that's why this team is 5-12 and 12 and, and down here towards the bottom of the list. What do you expect in 2023? Can can they all turn it around? Well, again, whoever hired, they hired head coach is going to be married to Russ. You know, your job is to yeah. get him right. You kind of mentioned it. I do think when they made the coaching change, a little light bulb went off and thought maybe it was the coach more than anything because they did show signs of life without him, including Albert O, including Judy, who finished the season strong. Certainly Russ was better without Hackett, but boy, was he bad with him. I mean, you mentioned that Patrick's mm-hmm. coming back, Javante Williams is coming back, Garrett Bowles. I don't think they're set to lose a lot. I mean, it's a pretty loaded offense on paper. Yeah, it really is. Like I said, a lot of name value there. The only um, the only player that, that I mentioned that is a free agent is Latavius Murray. Obviously, uh, they hope they won't need him with Javante Williams uh, ideally coming back mm-hmm. strong from that ACL injury. Um, if there's one player, let's let's shift over to Dynasty for a second. Okay. If there's one player on on this roster that you are buying in a Dynasty league this offseason, who would that be? I'm going to say Judy. I know he's not going to be super cheap, but I loved him coming out of school. I think he's a really good route runner. And maybe that's some recency bias of how he ended the season, but he was pretty strong. And so I think I would like to have Judy. Curious what he costs, but I have concerns about Javante's injury. So it's not him because I did love him at one point. Yeah, I, th- I thought you might go with Javante Williams there, actually. Uh, Judy makes sense, though. And, you know, again, when when they made that trade to get Russell Wilson, I'm, I talked about the hype of, of the two receivers. Cortland Sutton seemed to be the favored guy, right? His his dynasty yeah, yeah. ADP uh, shoots up. They, they both He's going to be saw, the DK Metcalf. 
that was the narrative that was the narrative and we are, even heard um some reports that early on in in camp and in otas that uh that sutton was the favored target and you know that impacted their their trade value or, or their dynasty value certainly, um, but in the end, it's it's Jerry Judy who outperforms Sutton. Judy gave us eight games as a top twenty four wide receiver, yeah. in, including that huge blow up game. Uh, Cortland Sutton gave us three games as a top twenty four. None of them were wide receiver one, so all of them uh, in that wide receiver thirteen to twenty four range. Uh, I think it's pretty clear here that. Uh, that Jerry Judy's just the better player and yeah, the better producer. That's that's fair to say, right? Oh, I think so. I, I would imagine the next head coach sees it that way. You know, you just watch them both on tape. I think Judy's harder to cover. I mean, I just think he's more dynamic. He's more explosive. You talked about the trade value of Jerry Judy, checking out the trade finder at Dynasty League Football. There's a bunch of Judy trades recently, uh, and, and they're all over the board. Really? So I, it feels like Judy's a player that maybe we don't know how to value. And, and that goes back to the questions of the coaching staff and can Russell Wilson turn this around Jerry Judy for Debo Samuel, even up. That's, that's a surprise Ooh. that you could get uh you could get Debo there. Uh, Jerry Judy for Geno Smith in a, in a super flex league. I get uh, that. Judy. Yeah. I, I get that one as well. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd still probably go Judy there, but I understand it. Uh, Judy and Deontay Johnson for Drake London. Hmm. Judy and Wandale Robinson for Terry McLaurin. I don't like that one. No. I want the I, I want Judy and Wandale there. Yeah, me too. Um, Judy and a third rounder for DJ Moore and Kadarius Tony. It's fair going, to me. Yeah, I'm going DJ Moore side there. Uh, Judy for Miles Sanders, even up. I would rather have Judy. I think I'm worried about. I Sanders. would as well. How that many? When I will. How many rookie receivers would you take over Judy? Uh, well, Five. Uh, three uh, is the easy. Right. Right. You right. know, th- three at least. Uh, I would say, and and then I think there's going to be some others in the conversation. Um, but certainly the the top three guys I think are pretty easy calls mm-hmm. over Judy at this point. Matt, when we come back, we'll continue this conversation about the Denver Broncos and we'll get into the LA Rams as well. Guys, I've told you before about betonline.net. It's the only place that I, I get my betting information or stats or news or analysis. It's definitely the number one source out there for all those things. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. Of course, NFL hockey, baseball's right around the corner, basketball, anything you want. I mean, it's great for World Cup as well. They got it all at betonline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you probably do. I mean, you can even find those on BetOnline as well. Always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thanks again for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL podcast and get daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories, plus in-depth analysis of the biggest games with NFL key predictions every Friday. And Monday, local insiders cover the weekend with game-to-game episodes. Locked On NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Matt, let's finish out that conversation about the Denver Broncos. 
let, it's, it all really goes back to Russell Wilson. And, and we talked about how bad he is. That's, you know, that's kind of obvious mm-hmm. at this point. And, and there's going to be some, s- uh, some clarity, we hope, once they uh, finalize the coaching hire. But do you look at Russell Wilson and think he's done? He can't come. He can't come back from this. Or do you expect that uh, to be, you know, a, a kind of a blip on the radar, and and he can bounce back to that weekly quarterback one type player? Oh, I don't see that. <laughs> that that's okay. too much of a stretch for me. I mean, I still okay. think he's not the athlete he was. He's always struggled to see the field, so he's not the second reaction player he once was. He needs to do more quarterback stuff. But I bet at his price with his current reputation in a super flex league, he's still probably an every week starter. And I think he's closer to a buy than a sell because the contract. Yeah, I, would and, agree. Yeah, I mean, this this organization is married to him. He's going to be the quarterback. Yeah, I think he's I think he's definitely a trade target in those super flex leagues for sure. Uh, I mean, we all saw how bad he was and that that's kind of lingered. And in fact, I think right now, before they make that coaching hire, is the best time to go mm, out yeah. and, and try to try to acquire him. Um, once the coaching hire happens, whoever it, it might be, we're going to hear great things. We're going to hear that coach praising oh, yeah, yeah. Russell Wilson for all that he can do, all that he brings to the team, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And, and the value is going to steadily start to creep up. Um, so now's the time to make those trade offers for Russell Wilson. I mean, the guys uh, around Dulcich. him are good. I mean, he's good skill guys yeah. around him, you know? Yeah, for sure. I wanted to ask you about Greg Dulcich. Okay. Uh, really impressed at the combine last year. You know, I re- remember listening to his interview and uh, I mean, he wasn't a player I was super familiar with before that, honestly. And, and, you know, maybe we know this, you all know the story by now, but uh, essentially goes from a, a walk on to the the starter for UCLA and and obviously a drafted player. What do you see in his future? I think he's. I don't want to say he's at the Friar Meek <coughs> level of prospect, but I'm trying to think of some other younger guys. He's probably on path to be the tenth, the thirteenth best <coughs> tight end in the league, maybe as soon as next year and. I think it's really impressive when early tight ends, like we talked Trey McBride a couple of days ago, you know, yeah. they usually don't do much as rookies or early on. And when you start showing up that early in your career, despite bad circumstances, I immediately think, and this is the case with Dolchich is okay. I think he's going to be a good player. You know, like this guy is yeah. a keeper. Yeah, that makes sense. So we're, we're buying Jerry Judy. I agree with you on that one. We're buying Russell Wilson. We're buying Greg Dulcich. Mm-hmm. Uh, Javante Williams, you mentioned like some, more some concern. Injury. Yeah. It we'll, seems we'll, J.K. Dobbins-ish. And, and that's bad news. That's bad. What about Cortland Sutton? Buy or sell Cortland Sutton? Probably selling, especially after um, a coach is hired and there's a little bit of buzz around the team. Yep, I'm totally with yeah, you there. Yeah. Uh, the price has dropped, but uh, I'm, I'm and, still ready to move on. And Patrick's a good player. He's so out of sight, out of mind. Patrick and Sutton are a little redundant. Yeah, Patrick, you know, he, he had that ACL injury. Uh, I think he's 30 years old. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll see if he can even come back from this, honestly. Good, uh, good let's point. S- 
set the stage here for the LA Rams and then we'll we'll take a quick break. Okay. Uh 5 and 12, third place in the NFC West. Matthew Stafford 12 fantasy points per game. He's the quarterback 34. Really disappointing season coming off that Super Bowl win and and that's kind of the theme. Uh, really, of this entire team. They bring in Baker Mayfield, 10.1 fantasy points on the season. That's the entire season, by the way, not just uh, not just his time with the Rams. He's quarterback 43 on the year. Uh, ba- uh, Baker Mayfield is a free agent, by the way. It sounds like Stafford is coming back. There was, uh, there was some... I was concerned, sug- yeah. Yeah, there was some suggestion that maybe he calls it a career. Stafford is back, so we assume Baker Mayfield probably gone. Uh, We'll see how free agency plays out for him. Running backs Cam Akers ended up being the lead guy like we thought he would, but it was certainly a bumpy road, was a healthy scratch, was a trade target. We thought he might even get cut at some point. Uh, He ends up back as the starting running back by the end of the year. 9.4 fantasy points, RB40 on the year. Gave us five games uh, as the top 24 fantasy scorer. Kyron Williams, the rookie pass-catching running back, ended up being okay. Uh, Gave us about three and a half fantasy points per game. Wide receiver Cooper Cup, 22.4 fantasy points per game. That was good for the wide receiver one spot on the season. But, of course, he missed eight games with that injury. Uh, Allen Robinson, what a oh, disappointment, man. Matt. Oh, I I, was, I missed badly. Oh, me on too. This I one. was so on board with him. Yeah, I, I he was one of my biggest uh, trade targets last year, and I know we talked about him uh, a ton on here. So uh, definitely a player that we need to apologize for because we were both very wrong on him. Eight point five fantasy points per game. Wide receiver sixty three. Also had an injury and and missed seven games. But honestly, even when he was on the field, was not very good at all. Mm-hmm. Van Jefferson, seven fantasy points per game. Tutu Atwell, uh, 4.9 fantasy points per game. And Tyler Higby, tight end, 8.9. He was the tight end, 14, and was a tight end, one, seven times. Uh, not only Matthew Stafford was rumored to be leaving, but Sean McVay also was rumored yeah. to be calling it a career or at least stepping away from the Rams. That's not happening, though. He's staying uh, with the team. He'll be back. Stafford will be back. Uh, we'll see about the other changes. Baker Mayfield, the only free agent. So, Matt, we're going to talk about the Rams a little bit more right after this. If you're looking for a delicious treat and don't want all the fat and calories, which everybody should be, then you got to try Bilt Bar. Uh, we, we just got through the holidays. I know my goal is to eat a little healthier. And if you're like me and you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise the taste, then uh, the thing for you is definitely Bilt Bar. I mean, with Bilt, healthy is actually tasty. It's pretty incredible, to be honest with you. Um, what makes Bilt Bar so good? Well, for starters, they are covered in 100% real chocolate, and they still keep their calories down, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors, coconut, almond, peanut butter, brownie, churro. It's amazing. But these bars do taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And that's even better is that they're healthy. They're only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar, but they still have 17 grams of protein. Now, you don't have to go to Built.com to get your box. They're now at local Walmarts and Sam's Club as well. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, you head to the nearest Walmart today, walk in the pharmacy section, grab yourself a box of Built Bars. Uh, you can pick up four bar, four bar box, cookie and cream, double chocolate, coconut puffs. Or if you're close to a Sam's Club, run in and grab the 13 bar box with brownie batter and churro. 
Thank me later on that. Matt, let's talk L.A. Rams here. As I said before the break, Matt Stafford sounds like he'll be back. We certainly hope Cooper Cup will be fully healthy. They're getting Sean McVay back. Uh, for better or worse, Allen Robinson looks like he'll be back on this team as well. <laughs> uh, we know Cooper Cup is the most valuable dynasty right, asset right. on this team. And we talked about those veterans, those elite veterans a few weeks ago that they're going to be – priority trade targets and draft targets for us, uh, but especially trade targets for us this off season. So uh, go out and acquire Cooper cup if you can and where you can, but Matt outside of cup, who else do you want on this dynasty on this roster in a dynasty? See, I've been thinking about this a lot. And I think the recent news that you mentioned about McVeigh and Stafford looking like they're going to give it another shot is really encouraging because yeah, you know, Acres came on strong. Some people stepped up in during the lean times to finish the year. Acres in in particular, even like the Atwells of the world, got a little bit of run. You know, maybe there's some depth there. But to me, the the stigma around this team is going to be, boy, they won the Super Bowl, they went all in, they traded a million picks, and now they're done. They're going to be awful for years. Well, I think Stafford, McVay, and maybe Aaron Donald disagree with us. You know, and, and decide to run this thing back. And as encouraging as that is, I would bet or guess many of their draft, you know, or many of their offseason, you know, uh, assets, namely their mid-round picks or second, third-round picks, they do have a second, are going to be on offensive linemen. So that's what I want to hear from my skill guys. I mean, they had an unbelievable revolving door on the O-line. If they can get that O-line from a D-plus to a C-plus, Okay, you know, I, I think I'm interested in the price tag on all these guys. Even Robinson. I can't quit that guy, but boy, he's horrible. Yeah, I still like Allen Robinson <laughs> as well, but it's it's tough to admit um, he was that he was that bad and, and we were that, that off on him. Uh, Cam Akers, I think, is really an intriguing player in this offense because he was obviously a player that we liked. He even... Um, got all the way up to a uh, to a first round dynasty ADP a yeah, couple years ago, and he's fallen off uh, obviously drastically. But he has to um, be back on the rise a little. He yeah he is okay. he's he's moving back up, but but it's been a slow steady climb, mm-hmm. um, which is a little quiet, you know, a little bashful about jumping right in the deep end with him. Yeah, and, and that's that's understandable. Oh, that's yeah. kind of kind of what we've seen on the on the field he didn't burst back onto the scene but it's been that slow uh that slow you know regaining of trust and and confidence do you think acres is the Rams starting running back in 23 yeah yeah i do i mean they have some defensive needs they have o-line needs i don't think they're going to do much at all with their skill guys i think they run it back as is and you know i think that's great for him are you giving a second round rookie pick for cam acres Maybe not the first two picks in the draft, give or take, but uh, yes, I am. Mid-second? Yes. Mid-second? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Maybe more. Maybe more the more I think about it. He's still pretty young. He, yeah, he is young. I, I don't know. I mean, certainly Tyler Higby is fine. and Right. You know, Stafford is fine for what he is at this point. But outside of Cooper Cup, I don't, I don't know if I really want any of these guys. I don't know if I'm pursuing any of them. You're, I mean, they're so they're so cheap at this point. Acres and Cup to me are desirable. 
Frankly, I've right. never been a Higby guy. I don't own him anywhere. I, I don't think he has a high enough upside. He was never a hot young tight end for me. You know, uh, I would bet Stafford. I am a McVay believer, though. You know, and I think Stafford will be on an offense that moves the ball pretty consistently, and that has value. You know, and so um, I'm not moving away from any of those guys. I don't think you, they're more buys than sells. I would say collectively, the Rams. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, looking back at the trade finder when it comes to Cam Akers, Akers and a second for Javante Williams. Hmm. I think I want the Javante side. Yeah, I, and I didn't say glowing things about him. but <laughs> Akers for a second, a third, and Logan Thomas. I'll take Cam Akers there. Mm-hmm. Akers and J.K. Dobbins for Derrick Henry. Ooh, I'll take Ooh. the two young guys. Yeah, I think I think I will too. Uh, and then a couple different trades of Acres for a second round pick, which is kind of what I expected to see. Yeah, you nailed that. Yeah. Well, that will do it for our discussion of the Denver Broncos and the LA Rams. Uh, Thanks for listening today. We will be back next time. Uh, Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to the Locked On Dynasty channel on YouTube. Remember to follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Dynasty, and follow Matt at Matt, at Williamson NFL. I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.